Welcome to Married by Design. Are you living a radiant life and shining God's light? Do you have off days and times which honestly you are not shining God's light? That's what we're going to be looking at on this episode of Married by Design. The purpose of the Married by Design podcast is to encourage couples to enjoy all that God has for them in their marriage relationship. Welcome back to our podcast and to the series that we're in right now that we've entitled The Radiant Life. It's all about how God wants to use us as believers to live a life of light and radiance. We've looked at Psalm 34 in which David wrote, Those who look to him are radiant and their faces shall never be ashamed. We've looked at Moses and Paul talking about this life of light. And certainly Jesus talks many times about his followers being light and salt. A life of radiance means that Christ's followers should have a joy and exuberance and a purity and lightness because of their relationship with him. In some ways we should stand out in the world as people that are in a right relationship with God and because of that relationship we exhibit the fruit of the Spirit and faith and hope that is beyond anything human. And we've looked at the resources that we have in order to live the life that is radiant. Keeping our eyes on Jesus and spending time with Him, experiencing prayer and the power of the Word, purity and fellowship and the work of the Holy Spirit. When we understand these and have them as part of our everyday life, we naturally begin to live that life of radiance. But let's be honest, there are going to be some days where we just are going to have a bad day. Some days we don't even understand why, but we just feel a little bit off, a little bit grumpy, a little bit dim. Our light doesn't shine maybe the way that it should or it could. We want to look at that in this episode. Why is it that that happens and what can we do about it? The first thing that we need to understand is that God made us with emotions. Emotions in themselves are not bad. God created us in such a way that we have joy and happiness as well as sorrow and grief. We may have periods or days when we are more discouraged and downcast. That in itself isn't bad. It becomes a problem when we allow those emotions to control us and to dictate the way that we think and the things that we do and the way that we treat others. That's when we run into trouble. I think it's important to realize that it's normal to have days where we aren't at our best. So when you get up some mornings and you just feel a little bit off, you have to realize that it's okay. It's not the end of the world. It's part of being human. But what we need to ask is, why do I feel this way? It's not that we're always going to have an answer for that, but it's a good question to ask because there may be a reason why you feel that way. It's just like the lights on the dashboard in your car. When the red light comes on, it's time to pull over and take a look under the hood to see what's going on. It may be a false alarm and faulty wiring in the light, but it also may be an indication that something is wrong with your car that needs to be addressed. So we're going to look at some of these issues that we may be facing that are causing us to be discouraged and out of sorts. The first issue that we want to look at is the physical. You may be having an off day because of something physically going on. Your body may be off, or there may be something wrong physically. That can involve a great number of things, from a lack of sleep to poor diet, not enough exercise, and physical illness. I can think of many times when I just started to feel a little bit off, and then I realized that I was getting sick. 
It has nothing to do with my mind or my heart. I just have the beginning of the flu. I also know that sometimes when I don't exercise regularly that I can feel a little bit off. I don't have the energy or the drive that I usually have. Yeah, and sometimes we don't even consider physical issues as a cause of our lackluster attitude. A passage that's really interesting related to being discouraged and losing your light is 1 Kings chapter 19. After Elijah had a great victory in 1 Kings 18, he crashes down from that high point of triumph and excitement into discouragement. One of the things that the Lord deals with is Elijah's physical needs. God puts him into a deep sleep and gives him food. Don't miss that. Part of Elijah's problem at that point was that he was exhausted and he needed nourishment. That's something that you need to look at when you're feeling off and when you feel like you're not living the radiant life. You need to ask yourself, am I getting enough sleep and eating well? Am I getting sick? Or am I not taking care of myself in some way physically? That's right. So we need to look at physical issues. If we look at those things and we don't find anything, then I think it's important to look beyond that to the spiritual issues. One of the first things that I ask myself when I'm having an off day, and I certainly have those, is whether I've been feeding on the Word and prayer. I can feel off and out of kilter when I've been so busy with other things that I haven't had a good time uh, in the Word and prayer. We looked at that in previous episodes as far as radiance. And the reality is that we get so busy in our life that we can find ourselves discouraged because we haven't been abiding in the vine, which Jesus talks about in John 15. And we are again like that branch. When I detach from the vine, I dry up. So I think another important question to ask yourself is, have I been in the Word and had a time in prayer? And I don't mean just five minutes, but a substantial amount of time to feed your mind and your soul. And another thing to look at as far as your spiritual life is to ask yourself the question, where has my focus been? Has it been on my circumstances and myself and my burdens, or has it been on the Lord? It's important to see how easy it is to turn our attention away from the glorious God who loves us and is worthy of praise and put it on relatively small and insignificant things. I'm not saying that the problems you're facing are insignificant and don't need some attention. What I'm suggesting to you is that your problems, compared to this great and glorious God, don't even register on the attention scale. We have to think through and address the things that we face in our life, but if we're consumed by those things and we put our focus on those things, that can lead to a bad day or a bad week or a bad life. That will dim our light and take away our radiance. That's a question to ask yourself. The solution is so freeing and so easy. You can read through the Psalms and see the calling over and over for the children of God to worship their Lord. You can look at Psalms such as Psalms 146 through 150 and see the call to worship. The solution to be consumed with the problem is to turn your eyes from all these things and begin to set your eyes on the Lord in worship. When you're having a bad day, one of the best things that you can do is spend time in prayer praising God for who He is, singing songs to Him and worshiping Him. There's something freeing and liberating about worship. It frees you from self-focus. It is what you were created for, and it's what you're called to do. Another light that may be on the dashboard of your spiritual car could be an indicator of sin. Is there an area in your life that you haven't dealt with? 
as far as sin. We've already addressed this in another episode in the series. If you feel out of sorts, it may be that you've been living in fear, anger, unforgiveness, resentment, or lust, or some other area of sin in your heart that maybe nobody has seen or knows about, but you know about it. In 1 John 2.9, John writes, Whoever says he is in the light and hates his brother is still in darkness. Whoever loves his brother abides in the light, and in him there is no cause for stumbling. But whoever hates his brother is in darkness and walks in the darkness, and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. There's that stumbling around in the dark because we allow an area of sin in our lives. You have to take time to honestly ask yourself if you're ready to deal with it. That process of dealing with it includes confession and repentance to God and to other people that you've sinned against. You can check out in our podcast those episodes in the series on resolving conflict. If there's an issue in your heart with sin, it will affect your day and you will not live the radiant life. Okay, well, we looked at the heart and things internally, spiritually, that may be going on that we need to address. If you look at each of those things and you don't see any issues, there are some other things that you need to do. We just talked about the need for fellowship. We can be out of sorts because we're disconnected from our spouse or from other believers. That connection that we need to have with our spouse is key to uh, us to process information and also getting the input that we need on the days that we struggle. Again, you need to see your spouse as a resource and encouragement to you on those days where you feel a little bit off. They may have some insight or suggestions or encouragement for you in the midst of those struggling days. You may be struggling because of a situation outside of your control, something that is burdening you and troubling you, and your spouse or other believers are the people that you need to go to to find encouragement, to get perspective, and to pray with and lay those things before the Lord. Sometimes our thinking is just off, and we need the input of others to help us think right and to remind us of the important things that we've forgotten. Yes, uh, going back to 1 Kings 19, Elijah, that great man of God, was discouraged. He had to be reminded of the people that he had around him to support him. He felt like he was all alone. He said in verse 10, I, even I only, am left, and they seek my life to take it away. He says this exact same thing in verse 14. He was convinced that he was alone and abandoned, but God reminded him that he wasn't, that he had others. The Lord tells him in verse 15 to go and get help from Hazael, Jehu, and Elisha. The Lord also said that there were 7,000 in Israel that had not bowed the knee to Baal in verse 18. We need to realize, too, that there are people around us that can encourage us when we're struggling. Well, that's quite a number of lights to check out on the dashboard of your spiritual life. The key is that it's important to do a little evaluation of your heart and life to see if there's some reason why you're struggling and having an off day. But the reality is sometimes we just don't know. Again, we can't necessarily control our feelings, and our feelings shouldn't control us. So if you've evaluated yourself and you can't find any reason for the way you feel, Decide in your heart that you're going to go on with the day and do the things that you should do regardless of how you feel. What we don't want to do when we feel a little bit down or off is become passive and wait for our feelings to change. That's actually is the worst thing you can do because then you start to get discouraged about not doing anything. 
But if you press on and just begin to do the things that God puts before you, you can often find yourself moving past the funk that you were in. You can realize later on in the day that your feelings have improved and that you're more encouraged and excited. So your homework for this week, should you choose to accept it, is to discuss with your spouse the common causes of bad days. Look at the past when you've had bad days that you really struggled with and see if there are any patterns. If there are, talk about the biblical solutions to address the issues that lead to those kind of days. Addressing those issues will help you to live a life of more consistent radiance. Well, let me pray. Father, Lord, you know our days and the struggles that we have and our emotions. And Father, I pray that you give us wisdom as we uh, have those days that you would help us to see if there's a cause and in humility respond to that and deal with it, Father. And Lord, on other days, maybe there is no real cause. It's just something that we have to walk by faith and obedience to the things that you call us to do. Lord, that you will bless that, Father, regardless of how we feel. So, Lord, I pray that our radiance would be consistent and not affected by our own emotions or the ups and downs of life. And we ask for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks again for the time together. We appreciate you listening to this podcast. We'd love to hear from you, and you can email us and contact us at marriedbydesign01 at gmail.com. And we'd also ask you to rate the podcast and leave some feedback on the comments. Be sure also to share this podcast with somebody that can be encouraged by it. Next week on our podcast, we're going to be looking at the life of radiance and the importance of living on a mission that will give you that excitement and light in your life. That's what we'll be looking at next time on Married by Design.